0: The sun is shining and all of my favorite plant friends are popping up right now. Speaking of plants, what are you growing this year? Do you know? Do you know what kind of medicine will be in your garden or are you still trying to figure it out? totally okay if you're still trying to figure it out. We're all growing and learning on this journey, right? But if you want some help, I do have a family medicine garden guides. It's basically 10 essential herbs that I feel like every mom needs to know and grow in their yard. I give you some growing tips and ways that you can use it as medicine. And it's totally free. So if you want that, I'm going to pop a link in the show notes here for you to grab it and give Get your hands digging in the dirt and growing incredible medicine for you and your family. Welcome to the Herbalist's Path where we're on a mission to inspire a movement where there's an herbalist in every home. Again, with your host, clinical herbalist, Melissa Mutterspa. Hello, my herbalist path friends. I am really happy to have you back for another episode. And today I want to talk about one of my favorite herbs that can help you kick the flu quicker than you can say, ah! (laughs) And it's elderberry and I know like elderberry syrup is all the rage these days and it's with really great reason, honestly. It's a stellar immune booster, which, you know, in the States, we're heading into cold and flu season. Kids are back in school. Germs are flying all over the place. And of course, there's still a pandemic happening. So really, there's no better time to keep your immune system in check than right now. I mean, I've seen it already, we're just a couple of weeks into the school year where I live, and already in my very small, intimate community, there are reports of kids testing positive for COVID. And that's scary, right? Because we don't know what's going to happen with these kiddos if they get COVID. How is that going to affect them throughout the rest of their lives? It's really quite frightening. And I don't want to be misunderstood. I'm not here to say that elderberries are going to keep COVID away from you, but it, they are a really great way to strengthen the immune system and to get your hardworking immune army ready to attack any foreign invaders that may be trying to take over your body. So what is it that makes these elderberries so special and that are always considered the big guns in the home of an herbalist? One of the greatest reasons, of course, is that it's such a great immune booster. But I think one of my favorite reasons as a mama is that it makes really, really tasty medicine. And if you've got kids Or even if you've got taste buds, you certainly understand the importance of being able to make remedies that actually taste great and are really effective. Because the secret here is that if the herbs and the remedies don't taste good, it's much harder to get people to take them. And when people don't take them, well, that's when they begin to think that herbs don't work. And then they head off to the local drugstore to get whatever prescription or... Over-the-counter meds that they can find. Ugh, it's nasty. It's a nasty system, really. Um, and in case you didn't know, that's exactly what we're not going for here. Like we don't want everybody relying on the local drugstore, right? Especially when we have plants as medicine that we can grow in our own yards. Although, or, you know, it's, it's pretty easy or you can pay a local farmer and help support them as well. Because if you think about it, it was only the mid to late 1800s that the pharmaceutical industry even began. And it began by extracting plant constituents and chemicals and turning them into drugs that can help people. And it was cool how they could help people, but what they end up really helping is the pockets of the pharmaceutical company's CEOs. But that's a whole other ballgame, and it's not what I'm here to talk about either. I'm here to talk about elderberries and how they can help you through cold and flu season and to really strengthen your immune system. And of course, how yummy they can be, (laughs) because again, those of you with kiddos, you know how hard it can be to get your little ones or even yourself to take the medicine, right? So I always like to think of Mary Poppins when it comes to elderberry and some other great remedies that you can make, but she was really, really on to something when she would say, a spoonful of sugar helps the medicine go down, medicine go down. And she's so right. (laughs) Only... I prefer to replace the refined sugar with a healthier alternative, like a nice raw local honey, because not only does the honey replace the sugar as a sweetener, it also helps to preserve the elderberry syrup. Anyways. Back to the immune-boosting stuff. I get all excited sometimes when I talk about this stuff. But I just wanted to share a few fun facts on elderberries and why they are so effective at warding off colds, flu, and other viruses. And it's why it's such a loved remedy in the home of herbalists and hopefully in everyone's homes. Because we really need to make this herbalism thing spread like wildflowers, right? Anyways, so... Back to the elderberries and their potency. There have actually been some great studies that show elderberries to be extremely effective to ward off over 10 different flu viruses. 10 different viruses of the flu. That's a lot to be able to fight off. Unfortunately, there's not enough money in elderberry farming to make them test for anything related to COVID here. So... Don't go getting any crazy ideas. I talked about the flu virus. Um, anyways, there's also studies of people that have had the flu. And they show in these studies that when the people with the flu used the elderberries, their symptoms were gone in as quick as two to three days. Whereas the people that took the placebo group took six to eight days to get better. <laughs> Yeah, yes, please. I'll take some of that because being sick sucks, right? And being sick for a week plus sucks even more. Not where I want to be. And that's why I love elderberry. And another way that elder rocks is that it really does a great job to help your body get rid of toxins and waste products through helping um, through the urination through peeing and through sweating and releasing those fluids through your bodies and it 's one of the reasons why it 's also such a great helper when it comes to cold and flu, and it 's also great for some some respiratory issues as well, which is fantastic. And if you look at the cool little elderberry, they're tiny, right? They're super tiny. They're like, I don't know. I'm not great with measurements, but they're like an eighth of an inch or something. Um, But there's a bunch of juice inside. And the elderberry juice contains high amounts of flavonoids called anthocyanins, which are really, really strong antioxidants. And these anthocyanins produce what are called cytokines. And cytokines are these little protein messengers that help boost the immune system by alerting the immune cells that there's a a pathogen or a foreign invader that is trying to invade your body. And it says, hey, immune cells, it's time to fight. And they gather all their army immune cells and and they make it happen. Um, They fight off the virus or whatever kind of pathogen or invader is coming about. It's, it's really cool, and I love thinking about the way our bodies work with plants and the way that the plants work with our bodies. It's really a symbiotic relationship, and it's, it's beautiful. And yeah, it's super cool. And speaking of cool, elderberries are also really high in vitamin C, which is going to increase the antioxidant effect that I was talking about before as an added bonus. And they're showing some studies that it seems that elderberries are actually able to strengthen the cell wall, which prevents these foreign invaders or these viruses from actually penetrating into the cell wall and getting you sick and infected. Freaking cool. I think it's amazing. And again, there's there's like the list of love for elderberries really goes on and on, but they're a great expectorant. So that means that they're going to help with coughs. So if you've got a really phlegmy cough and you're trying to get that icky stuff out of your body, Elder can be a really great helper, especially if you're doing it in a syrup because the honey is going to help there as well. So those are just a few of the reasons that elderberries are so greatly loved in the herbal community and beyond. And I'm sure that you would love to keep sickness out of your house as much as possible, too. So that being said, I will quit with all the scientific herb nerd stuff in this episode. And I just want to, before I go, I want to share one of my basic elderberry syrup recipes with you. Um, It's super duper simple, but... I also want to say that if you don't have the things on hand that I'm going to share with you, I've got a really easy DIY elderberry syrup kit over at Mountain Mel's. I'll link to it in the show notes. It's crazy how easy it is. You just basically open up a compostable bag, dump the contents into some water, boil it, simmer it, strain it, add some honey, and oh my yummy yummy, you got some good elderberry syrup medicine for your family. But... I also understand the desire to want to make your own remedies because it's super duper fun. I mean, I guess you're still making it with a DIY kit. But anyways, um, if you want to put everything together, you totally can. Or maybe you went out and you harvested your own elderberries. But of course, you would only do that with proper plant ID, right? Right. Right. (laughs) Anyways, um, on to sharing my really basic elderberry syrup recipe with you. So basically, if you did go out and harvest your berries and you have them fresh or you have them frozen, you would want one and a half cups of the freshly picked or frozen berries. If you're going with dry, you could just do three quarter cup of dried organic elderberries. Make sure they're organic, please, because you don't want to put any other toxic nastiness in your body. Um, Then you want three and a quarter cups water. One and a quarter cups honey. Go for raw local honey if available because it adds some great antimicrobial and antibacterial properties. Um, Plus, it's a a really great preservative again. uh, You want a three inch cinnamon stick. You can add two if you want. You can do three to four whole cloves and about a tablespoon of dried ginger, or you can do two tablespoons of the fresh grated ginger rhizome. So, that's it for the basic ingredients and then you're just going to toss everything but the honey into the water and bring that to a boil and then let it simmer for about 20 minutes to one hour once that's done you're going to use like a potato masher or something else that you can crush and mash it and get all the juice out of those berries with Um, and then just set it aside to cool a little bit but not too much because you're gonna strain it and you compost all those solids and then you add the honey to mix and dissolve. And that's why you don't want it to cool too much because the honey will mix a lot easier if you have it warm. And that's it, voila! You made your own elderberry syrup. And with that recipe, you're gonna get about four cups of syrup and you can store it in your refrigerator for about eight weeks. You can make it into ice cube trays or popsicles. I like the ice cube trays ice cube trays because you get like a an individual serving there and it's just a great way to keep it longer so when it comes to recommended dosing for elderberry syrup a standard dose is simple about a half teaspoon to one teaspoon for kids or a half tablespoon to one tablespoon for adults you can take it on the daily during flu season as preventative measures um You can also take it for a week, then take a few days off and then repeat the process. You don't necessarily need to take it all year round. This is when you know that cold and flu are going around and you need that immune boost. You need your immune army to be ready to attack foreign invaders, right? So this isn't something that you depend on at all times. And then if the flu or any other sickness does um, hit you, I would take the normal dose, the one half to one tablespoon for adults, every two to three hours instead of once a day until the symptoms are gone. And that will happen pretty stinking quick. So there are about 125,000 ways, maybe not that many, but there's a lot of ways you can adapt the recipe I shared, and you can make it your own. You can blend it for whatever you need, whatever keeps your taste buds happy, whatever kind of sickness you are trying to kick Um So if you want to learn more about some of the other herbs that you might want to think about adding to your syrup um, to make it your syrup and not just the recipe I shared, you can head over to theherbalistpath.com forward slash elderberry syrup recipe. And I've got a download there. It, it's a download of this entire recipe. And then I go on and talk about quite a few different herbs that you could add to your elderberry syrup and why you would want to add them. Um, Also a quick other reminder, if you don't have all those ingredients and you just want something even quicker and easier, but not as expensive as the four ounce bottle for 20 bucks in the grocery store, you can totally get my DIY kit over at Mountain Mel's and you're going to get about five times the amount you would in a bottle from the store. So it's it's really the way to go. So when you do download that list and all those other herbs, keep in mind that the more dense herbs like roots, barks, and berries, they need to be simmered for longer. Whereas the more delicate herbs like flowers and leaves, things like that, they should be added at the end when it's beginning to cool down because you, the more you boil those delicate flower um, parts that you're going to you're going to get rid of the medicinal value. So, anyways, I do encourage you to have fun with it, get creative and save yourself lots of money and time and stress and days out of work because everybody's sick and all those things. So, yeah, if this episode was valuable to you, please leave me a review on whatever player you're turning into and share it with your friends. Because it is time we make this world a better place and one great way we can do that is by making herbalism spread like wildflowers again. Thanks for tuning in, friends. Take care of yourself and take care of each other. This has been The Herbalist's Path. Thanks for joining us. Have we piqued your herb curiosity? Are you thirsty for more? Well, then check out the show notes of today's episode for exciting educational opportunities, workshops, and courses. If you'd like to support our mission, please subscribe, rate, and review to help others find us. Together, we can make herbalism hashtag spread like wildflowers. Wishing you all a lovely day. Bye for now. take a quick pause to show some love and gratitude to our sponsors of the Herbalist Path podcast who make this show possible for me and possible for you too. So here it goes. Medicinal mushrooms are all the rage these days if you didn't know already. And With great reason, because they are powerful medicine that can improve your health and your life in so many different ways, when they're well-made. Yeah, it's true. There's a lot of stuff on the market that isn't going to be so effective. And that's why you need to find a brand that you can actually trust, for me, that brand is Whole Sun Wellness, and this is the creation of a brilliant woman and fellow mama, Jamie Bonfiglio. She's an international mushroom educator that has been working in the medicinal mushroom industry for years. And this is when she saw firsthand how many other companies take shortcuts when it comes to their products. And Jamie wasn't having it. She set out to build her company the right way. Whole Sun Wellness is here to raise the industry standards so those crap mushrooms on the market aren't getting into your body or your family's body. Whole Sun Wellness is the first company to test and report nutritional facts for all of their extracts. They go beyond industry standards every step of the way, from sourcing to extraction and final testing. And as the owners of the largest medicinal mushroom farm in the United States, Whole Sun Wellness is taking control of their supply chain for the highest quality and absolute full transparency. They're even the first company to include pure mycelium extract in every single product. So when you're thinking of getting medicinal mushrooms for you and your family, Whole Sun Wellness is exactly the ones you want. Also, be sure to check out their new MycoLights. These are the world's first dissolvable electrolyte tablets. They're featuring functional mushroom extracts that'll give you more energy, more stamina, and recovery as well. And who couldn't use all of that? The other thing is, they are these adorable little mushroom-shaped tablets, and they come in like a little Altoids box, but way cooler than Altoids because they're mycolites. Anyways, head to wholesunwellness.com to grab yourself some mycolites and all of the other functional medicinal mushrooms that you and your family need. And of course, you can grab that link right here in the show notes now.